Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Camp Meeting Grasshoppers by J.C. Michalenko. He's a crazy fool. That's what the neighbors called my dad the year he went to camp meeting and left our farm to be eaten by grasshoppers. But dad just shrugged his shoulders. And when it was all over, we found that the crazy people were the ones living on the other side of the fence. But I'm getting ahead of my story. When I was a boy, our family lived on a farm. Dad raised grain. It was a good, clean crop, and when things turned out well, we were fairly well fixed for cash. The trouble was that things didn't turn out well very often. There are so many elements that can spoil a grain crop. There's wind, for instance, and rain. Too much rain at the wrong time can keep the grain from ripening properly. Not enough rain will dry it out and shrivel it up. A hailstorm can flatten a field in no time at all. And then there are snowstorms and diseases and worms, and low prices. Any time we would get a fairly good crop, the other farmers would get good crops too, so the grain wouldn't bring much at the market. But perhaps worst of all, there are the grasshoppers. I never will forget the year they invaded our fields at harvest time. For a whole twelve months, we had been working on that crop, and then, just as we were getting ready to gather it, the grasshoppers came. They swept through our fields by the millions, eating up everything we had worked so hard to grow. Dad jumped into action fast. Quick, boys, he ordered. We must harvest immediately, even though it's early. How hard we worked those next few days— but when we were all through, we had much less grain than we would have had if it had not been for the grasshoppers. Dad was cheerful about it, though. We ought to be contented, he said. We got our seed back. We have plenty of hay for our horses and cattle, and there is some extra grain we can sell, too. My credit is good at the bank for a loan, and next year I'm sure we will have better success. But the next year the grasshoppers came earlier. And if there were millions of them the previous year, there were hundreds of millions this year. All the little babies that had hatched from the eggs those grasshoppers had laid had grown up, and they must have called in their friends from miles away to attend the feast. What could we do? Some of the neighbors ran around with rakes and shovels and hoes trying to heap the insects up in piles, but what good was that against a hundred million grasshoppers? Other neighbors spread poisoned bran around the edges of their fields, hoping that the insects would eat it and kill themselves off. But most of the grasshoppers just flew over the bran and went on destroying the grain as if the poison wasn't there. My father did what he could, but he didn't have much time to attend to grasshoppers. It was camp meeting time, and mother and dad hadn't missed a camp meeting in years and years. They didn't intend to miss this year either, grasshoppers or no grasshoppers. When the neighbors heard about it, they couldn't believe their ears. Have you heard of the foolish thing Peter Michalenko's planning to do? One would ask another. He's going off to some religious meeting somewhere, and he's going to leave his crops for the grasshoppers to eat. Ha ha ha, the neighbors would laugh. That's the silliest thing we've heard of yet. One of the neighbors, however, perhaps more friendly than the rest, came to Dad to find out if it was really true. Peter, he said, don't you think you're unwise to leave your fields at the mercy of the grasshoppers while you are at camp meeting more than 150 miles away? But my dad knew what he was doing. Friend, he answered, I am in partnership with God. He will take care of my crops. You see, over there in the good book, God says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. 
Malachi 3.11. But, the friend spluttered, how can you believe that when the grasshoppers are already here eating your grain? It was a tough question. I'll have to admit I was having a pretty hard time trying to believe that promise myself. Dad only smiled, however. Friend, he said, you'll see someday. Perhaps the grasshoppers will eat some of our grain, but God will take care of us. We'll come out all right in the end. The neighbor shook his head and walked off, and Dad went on with his preparations for camp meeting. I had to stay home the first part of the meetings to take care of the necessary chores. I saw the grasshoppers everywhere. They would fly out from under my feet as I went from the house to the barn. They crawled over the screens on the windows. They bumped against my clothes when I walked through the yard. I kept thinking of that promise Dad had quoted about God rebuking the devourer. It didn't look as though God was keeping it very well. And then I thought of some of the other promises of the Bible. Could I believe in them any better? One day, soon after Dad had left for the campground, I overheard two of the neighbors talking to each other. I wouldn't have listened to what they were saying, for that would have been rude. But when I suddenly heard one of them mention the name of Peter, I immediately was all ears. What were they saying about my father behind his back? That crazy fool Peter, one of them said, he thinks that by praying at camp meeting, God will save his crops from these grasshoppers. I didn't like that at all, I can tell you. What right did they have to call my dad a crazy fool? I felt like running up to them and asking them who they thought they were to talk about him like that. But I thought better of it and kept still. After all, I had been thinking some of the same kind of thoughts myself. Perhaps Dad was crazy, just as those men said. Just before it was time for me to head off to camp meeting, I thought I noticed less grasshoppers than there had been before. Eagerly, I ran here and there through the fields, searching. It was true, the grasshoppers had gone, and my dad had not been there to chase them away. Thinking some long, long thoughts, I went to the meetings. I still wasn't convinced by any means that dad was right. There could have been any number of reasons why those grasshoppers had left, and the chief reason, no doubt, was that they had eaten all the grain we had. Harvest time came a few weeks later. Our neighbor harvested his fields before we did. He had a poor little pile of grain when he got through. He had fought those grasshoppers tooth and nail, but they had done tremendous damage in spite of him. Then he came over to help Dad bring in our grain. His particular job was to haul the grain away from the threshing machine. We noticed that he kept climbing to the top of the machine to look at the indicator that told how many bushels of grain had been harvested. After he had examined the indicator yet another time, he climbed down and walked up to my father. I can't understand it, he said. You are getting twice as many bushels of grain per acre as I got off my fields. What did you do to get such a good crop? I don't know whether Dad wanted to say, I told you so. I know what I would have said. But Dad was always tactful and polite, and he answered our neighbor as if he had never discussed the problem with him before. It's this way, friend, he said. I pay tithe on all my increase, and I believed God would keep the promise he made to tithe payers over in Malachi chapter 3. God said, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. I guess this good crop just goes to show that he kept his promise. Our neighbor had nothing to say to that. I guess he was convinced. I know I was. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel. 
and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.